It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. The driver's seat. It's Redemption Day for Daniel Ricciardo. He wins the Monaco Grand Prix. The Drivers' Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. For Kubota, together we are building Australia. Oh, yes, it is just nine days away, peeps. Nine days away from the resumption of the season, and you're listening to the driver's seat. My name is Nims Azor. It's an absolute pleasure to be back here talking all things motorsport on SEN, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. How are you, boys? Nimsy boy. Oh, he's back. back on the air. Hey, mate, welcome back. We missed you while you were doing breakfast there. It's uh, 10 weeks without the Nims has been, um, it's been very quiet, really. I'll tell you, I tell you what, though, ten we- more than 10 weeks without racing has been even worse. <laughs> Uh, look, you know what, I, I just think, and Steve and I have talked about this a lot off air, Nimsy, that the fact we had the e-racing um, and the window that that was able to occupy, uh, it's been hard, but it hasn't been unbearable, has it, Steve? Like, we've actually been able to watch some pretty cool racing. Yeah, we have. And, I mean, can you imagine doing, you know, those 10 weeks or, or so with nothing, no racing at all? I mean... You know, we were able to watch other racing from overseas, uh, but I think out of all of it, uh, the best, I think the best show was put on by the supercars in, the, in their E-Series and probably a very close second with the, uh, the World Rallycross yep. uh, mm. E-Series as well, which is yep. very cool. But I think, you know, out of the whole lot, I think those two really put on the best show. And I reckon out of anything, sorry, Nims, I reckon out of anything, if we could bring back the Thunderdome and get supercars on oval racing, uh, I reckon it'd be great because those the oval ra- the oval races for the supercars were sensational. I reckon they were the highlight of the whole whole, whole exercise. So, uh, so but as you rightly say, Nimsy, we are not far away from going live once again, and I cannot wait. One hundred percent there. And you know, we talk about what can you do during the lockdown, and the uh, the pandemic. Well, if you're at Tickford Racing, you can do a hell of a lot because they've got themselves a schmick looking uh, workshop, and I. And to kick us off on our first edition of the live driver's seat, we're joined by team principal from Tickford Racing. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, Tim Edwards. Evening, guys. Hello, mate. As he says, you've got yourself a a brand new shiny place to work from down there. That must have been a... uh, Was it a difficult decision or was it an easy decision to take whilst we're in downtime to take them, pick up the tools and start building a, a new workshop? Ah, look, to, to be honest, we've been toying what we do for, for the last um, four years, really. I mean, you know, we outgrew the, the facility and moved part of the, you know, the composites and paint shop into a factory next door. And then we also had a, a big hocker in the rear yard. So, um, you know, we've, we've been 
challenged with what we do as a business for for a while now. We look to move, and uh, as recently as six months ago, we're still debating: do we move or not? And um, as uh, as chance would have it, uh, in early March, we actually decided that no, we will stay where we are, and we we figured out a way of reconfiguring it all and getting us all under one roof, which was the real motivation. Because you know, it's very when you've got a disjointed business and you know parts of it in different buildings and things like that, you know, you 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 have efficiency issues, and uh, and so on the Friday morning of the Grand Prix, when um, when obviously we're all um, I you know, got the team together to say, right, we're uh, we're loading the truck and going home. And also dropped in. Uh, uh, by the way, I've cut a new deal. We're uh, we're staying in the factory we're in, and as of Monday, we're um we're, we're first of all going to fill some skips and clear the place out, and then we're going to give it a, a bit of a birthday. And so <laughs> we set about doing that literally <laughs> uh, on the Monday after the AGP. So, mate, what did you do in regard to? Obviously, the build is it. Did you extend the building or was it more internal? And no, who did no, you have no. design it? Did you have uh, like well, engineers the design... in there doing stuff? Because no, the, well, the, the, the designer was this bloke called Tim Edwards. Um, <laughs> uh, he, uh, oh, I've heard of him, what he, a guru! He, he, yeah. uh, he, uh, he, he, he sketched it up in the back of a fag packet, uh, <laughs> literally. And, um, and then, uh, my, my sort of operations manager said, Here, take my sketch on the back of a fag packet and turn it into a workable <laughs> drawing, which he did. And then we're fortunate. So, so obviously, if I tell a bit more of the story, so obviously, a week or two after that, we sort of made the tough decision that we'd stand down a lot of the workforce um, through April. However, I kept on a skeleton crew that was sort of led by um, uh, Colin, one of my truckies, who just so happened to be a builder. And so once we did, we'd sort of done the initial tidy the place up, get rid of four skip loads worth of rubbish, we're left with uh, with, with Colin and, uh, and a handful of um, uh, apprentices and a couple of mechanics who uh, who became his, his labourers. And, uh, and he took charge of the project, working from my fag packet drawings, then turned into a little bit more of a, a drawing by my operations manager. And... Um, uh, and they uh, and they set about doing everything ourselves. So the only external support we had was um, uh, uh, Colin McQuinn and McQuinn Electrical. They did all the wiring of the whole thing. So he had 11 tradesmen there for two weeks, um, wow. rewiring the whole building, new switchboards, etc. Because we had we completely outgrown our switchboard, so that we couldn't actually turn all our CNCs on at once because it uh, it took down the whole Campbellfield grid. <laughs> and, uh, so, so literally, we did it all ourselves. They literally they gutted the building. They they painted all the floors. They removed the hoists and reinstalled them. Put walls up. Um, yeah, it was incredible what they did. And vacated a building that we had next door that we were renting part of. So uh, you know, there's a nice little nice little financial saving there by not not paying that rent as well, and did all Perfect. the make good on that. So literally, you know, it, we spent bugger all. Um, just um, a lot of labour went into it. So, Tim, I, I I hesitate to bring this up, but I kind of don't in some ways because over the last ten weeks, uh, there's been news stories around and and um, there's been things to report on. But one of the biggest ones was that Will Davison has lost his ride uh, from Twenty Three Red, and the whole that whole team's gone. And and then obviously 
James Courtney has come in with the boost money. Um, you know, Will's, I suppose, now on his bike and cutting pineapples and doing other bits and pieces in his time. But at the end of the day, James has now got a new drive. You guys have to move forward. How did all of that, because you've been pretty quiet through all of this, how did all of that come about, the conversations, and, and what's the feeling with JC heading forward now into uh, SMP in a week and a half? Uh, well, I suppose if I roll the clock back into, it was probably uh, early to mid-April, um, just in dialogue with, with with Phil Monday, it became clear that there was some some challenges um, with, with Milwaukee. I mean, essentially, that you know, the, the situation is Milwaukee sponsored the Phil's team, but Phil's team, aside from him owning the wreck um, and the car, is effectively. You know, this team, you know, all of the mechanics and engineers, et cetera, all yeah. work for, for Tickford and we, 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 we provide him a turnkey solution for it. So, you know, unfortunately, we're the ones at the end of the line there with obviously Milwaukee making their decision, which obviously forced Phil into a difficult decision. Um, and so it became apparent by mid-April that, you know, we may have to turn back into a three-car team, which is not the ideal model. Um, you know, I, I pretty much put a plan in place that, that we could have executed that. Um, but and you know, and probably deep down thought that's what's going to happen. Uh, and then uh, a discussion took place, um, I'm going to say early May, uh, yeah. with Boost. And within seven or eight days of that discussion, initial discussion taking place, it became apparent to everybody. Well, to be honest, it became apparent to everybody within two or three days that actually this is the right thing to happen. For us as a team, because obviously all those, you know, we've got a car sitting there, a crew, change some stickers on it and go racing and retain, you know, that workforce. Workforce. Um, it became apparent to Boost that, well, this is a better scenario than they were looking at because they were consider- considering, you know, some wild cards and, you know, just dabbling in some racing maybe this year with JC and they're talking yep. to another team about doing that. Um so then all of a sudden they're looking, well, hang on, we could actually just, there's a car there and a crew and we could actually go racing for the balance of the year. Uh, and then also for Phil, you know, he was set to pretty much depart the sport, you know, you know throw his wreck into the bin and just walk away. Um, and this has allowed him to, you know, now move towards a bit more of an orderly exit. You know, he still owns that wreck and whether mm-hmm. Peter Addison buys it, Late, you know, at some point during this year, or somebody else buys it, at least he can work towards more of an orderly exit before before the end of this year. So, for sort of everybody involved, um, it became apparent pretty quickly that actually this is the logical thing for happen to happen for all parties. Yeah. And um, and yeah, within ten days, um, we'd sign a contract. What's your What's so, your expectation, mate? Of uh, obviously JC's coming in. You know, obviously no test days. And you're heading straight into SMP, which is obviously a very different scenario uh, at the track, uh, and even engineering-wise at the track with regards to data, etc. You know, what's your ex- expectation there with JC? I mean, are you expecting him to be uh, straight in and doing the the same job that Will Davo did, or do you think there's going to be a little bit of time for him to get used to everyone? Or I mean, what's your feeling there? Oh, look, there's always got to be a little bit of time, but I don't think it's actually as um, as as much or as long as you might think. I mean, the reality is he's got so much experience in driving supercars that you know, you know, he's driven all kinds of setup philosophies. You know, he's he knows the tracks. You know, 
he's got the same tyres on, he's got the same brakes, he's got the same transaxle, you know, all those things that are quite, you know, difficult to learn, you know, for you see foreign drivers come in and, that, you know, it takes them a long time to adapt to, you know, yeah. but, you know, the grip level and the braking, you know, ability of these cars. So, you know, he's not he's not coming in that cold. And uh, and the encouraging thing is that, you know, in the early discussions with, um, with our engineers, you know, in fact, <clears throat> I, bu- I bumped into him as he came out of one of his first engineering meetings with our guys, this massive smile on his face because he's going, music to my ear. I mean, literally the setup philosophy of our car is exactly the lot the way he likes the car set up, you know. And you know, every team has its own sort of direction, you know, whether it's a soft car or you know, it's looking for its its um, lap times in mid corner speed or exit speed or you know, everybody's um, goes about it slightly differently. And um, and he picked up straight away from from those discussions that it's his type of car. So look, I you know, he's certainly you know. Is he going to put it on pole at the first race? I think that's probably unlikely, but you know he's, you know he's going to take a little bit of time. But I actually don't think it's going to take long for him to to, to get up to speed in the car. And he's got he's got three teammates that are keen to help him, and so it's not like he's got to do it all on his own. He's going to hop out. He's going to instantly be able to overlay whoever's fastest out of our our cars and go. Okay, they're able to go that much deeper into that corner. I need to do that. And the and the really bizarre thing mate when you look back over it all uh and his exit which was post adelaide um he's actually only missed one day of driving uh which was the practice day <laughs> which is wet i think too wasn't it at, at grand prix at the grand prix so yeah. you know what i mean go he's actually figure. he's happy <laughs> go figure so so yeah. tim we, we've got to, we're gonna let you go in a sec but um let's talk co-drivers for a second because um, you know, it was announced in the off season that uh, you'll be you've picked up Alex Premer, who is usually uh, living in the United States in Vegas, I think it is. Um, what does your co-driver lineup look like right now? Will Jack Perkins slot across from from twenty three red and straight into JC, who he's used to, or are we expecting a different name to be beside JC? But what's happening with Alex Premer as well? Uh, look, you know, I've been in, in, in dialogue with with Alex. He's still very keen to. To come and do it so you know we're just working through is that possible and you know clearly factoring well if if we, we could get him into the country we would have to allow for the 14 days quarantine so how would that fit in with our testing does that mean he's got to come actually about five weeks before Bathurst because to do the test two or three weeks before um, so you know we're working through all that at the moment so you know we're certainly keeping all our options open and same thing with uh, with, with the 44 car you know there's a uh, we're still navigating through um, in sort of consultation with the boost guys as to, to who partners with James. So essentially there's no decision made on that car at the moment and uh, and whether Alex can or can't get into the country um, will determine, you know, what, what happens with, the, with that third seat in, uh, in the other cars. Well, Tim, we, we thank you for taking a bit of time uh, this Wednesday night to join us here on the driver's seat. Uh, no doubt we'll, we'll at least be keen to, to know that you've got a pretty stock lineup as is. I mean, you've got Robbo in there, James Moffat's still there too. So 50% of your Enduro lineup is pretty bang on, mate. <laughs> Yeah, and look, you know, and, and we've got some, we're, we've got some good options there, you know, and 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 don't forget, Will's still floating around, sort of with his helmet, going, where am I going to, uh, where am I going to land? So there's, there's that scenario to throw in there as well. Okay, if you if you see Will Davison confirmed by Tim Edwards on Speed Cafe, you know who to blame. 
But um, no, and, you, and you heard it here first. Well, well actually, I'll, I'll throw the fourth run in there as well. We've also got a young little superstar, Brock Feeney, in the stable, who's also boost the line. So there you go. Yeah, okay. Four drivers, four drivers for two seats. All right, so get, your, get your keyboards out, guys. Put the, get those articles deal, up. Deal like, it's it's, deal it's like on the contrary. It's, it's different, whereas I'm one driver that can fill two seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've got four for two, so we'll just work through it. <laughs> hey, Tim, it's been a pleasure to chat to you, mate. Best of luck at SMP in a couple of weeks, and uh, thanks for joining us once again on the driver's seat. No worries. Good to talk, guys. <laughs> uh, Tim Edwards there, team principal of Tickford Racing, joining us here on the driver's seat. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, you can 0433 98 11 16 on the speckle text, or you can call us too, 1300 736 736. We'll take a quick break. Back with more after this. Great to have your company on the driver's seat. And if you want to be a part of the show, you can call in as well, 1300 736 736, or you can get us on the speckle text. 0433981116 is the number. Nims is all with you. It's time for a feature interview for IMR Insurance. The tradies, mate, call 13IMR. And we couldn't kickstart the season once again without talking to this bloke. At the end of this, the Superloop Adelaide 500 crowd awaits. And a great start by McLaughlin. He might even have a car length over Van Gisbergen to turn one. And he sweeps down and grabs the lead. Last corner for Scott McLaughlin, and he lines it up, and the fans respond. It's his 44th career victory in supercars on the streets here in Adelaide. Well done, Scott McLaughlin. He's a two-time Virgin Australia Supercars champ. He's won 44 races in that series. He gets one in the history books here. The first of the BP Supercars All-Stars E-Series winner is Scott McLaughlin. Guys, don't you reckon you could put Scott McLaughlin in a wheelie bin and somehow he'd be the <laughs> fastest than anyone else on the planet? He, he'd be the fa- I've seen guys actually ride a wheelie bin down Mount Panorama from McPhillamy <laughs> down. And I reckon Scotty would be faster than all of them, 100%. He would, and, and he'd, he'd put a lot of thought into how he yeah, could be the fastest. It'd be engineered. Like, it'd, it'd, be, uh, it'd be the best bit of kit in there and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, you, you listen, seriously, you listen to those stats and the crossover into the E-Series during this sort of downtime, and, and he's still up the front. I mean, clearly the guy's a talent. Um, but, uh, but the mindset of just... I just want to win, hundred percent. You know, and I know him. Like you, you have a ball with him, you go out with him. Yep. Like he's he's a really good, fun bloke to hang out with. But mate, put that helmet on, and he's like, nah, I'm just. Or the gonna... golf course. Red hot, course. red hot on nah, the golf nah, course. Nah, nah. You get the golf course, mate. He's, you take him to co- Top Golf. He still wants to flog you. So. That's what I mean. Like on yeah, the golf course, yeah. he's mega competitive. Yeah, well, yeah. So just anything like that, mate. He is just a hundred percent. Well, we can ask him about his uh, not only his golfing prowess, but also his. Uh, uh, wheelie been set up as well. Please welcome back to the driver's seat the one and only Scott McLaughlin. G'day guys, how are we? What's going on? Good mate. Are you, are, good mate. Are you? Introduction. <laughs> Two-time supercar champion, wheelie bin champ. I'm competitive. I'm, I'm you are competitive with my wife. So yeah. anything, even with her, I, I give her nothing. I give her nothing in anything we do. So hey, mini putt putt, whatever we do. <laughs> <laughs> the last ten weeks we've been we've been sitting in the studio watching you live doing the E series with your very sexy glasses on, the blue screen glasses or whatever they were called. What have you been doing since the E series finished? Have you actually been spending some time with your lovely wife Carly on the couch watching Big Brother or something, or are you still smashing away on the sim? Uh, no, I'm still do- I'm playing Call of Duty actually now. So instead <laughs> yes. of um, yeah, so I can actually. Yeah, you know, have a crack at some people, but no, no, I'm um, yeah, having a bit of fun with that. And then um, 
Well, me and Carly actually just finishing off suits, actually, at the moment. We're just watching oh, a bit of that oh, on Netflix. Um, what season are you yeah, up to? I'm, I'm still... Uh, we're up to season nine now. Last season... Uh, last oh, episode yeah, of season right. eight. So we get up to the heat stuff. But, yeah, anyway, it's... it's um, you know, the E-series is good. Um, yeah, I was a little bit over it at the end. I was just, you know, pretty drained out. And I think, for me, like you said, like, I'm really competitive. And, and I just felt... I, I couldn't humanly drive any faster I felt um, without doing a tremendous amount of hours to get faster to be sort of where Shane and Anton were they're just unbelievable those two on the sims so um, it was getting to me a bit so I just ended up just rolling and, and, and trying to be you know third or, or head of class B as I like to call it so it was good fun <laughs> oh, Hey mate so like I mean um, when you look back now and obviously, when this all started at the at the AGP, I mean, it's one of those things where you couldn't couldn't have actually ever thought. I mean, the break that we've had now is almost double the break that we'd have at Christmas time. Um, you'd never ever yeah. think that you'd have a three month break in the middle of a season from something that's just gone on. So, I mean, it's it's been pretty surreal, I guess. And um, and to be able to as a, as a motorsport fan, and obviously something that I've done all my life, to be able to do that. Uh, and be able to drive on a sim um, and still do something that, you know, is sort of rel- relatively, I guess, you know, natural to us, um, I think is pretty pretty good considering that, you know, you can't just go on PlayStation and throw a football, can you? No, exactly. It's, um, you know, one of those things that, you know, motorsport really had to get behind. And not many people in motorsport have really got behind the E-Series stuff um, before and, I think they had to this time, and it made it made people go, "Oh, well, this stuff's actually not too bad." I mean, like me and Shane have been doing it for a long time, and we've always enjoyed it as a fun activity. Um, and then when you can be professional, like you can run twenty-four hour races on there, you can run twelve hours, you can do you know lots of cool team events. Like they run a really good show, you know. Yeah, it's not exactly like a race car, but it's very close, and it gives you know sponsors now and. Um, you know, people that don't have the money to go real racing um, exposure and, and prove how good they really are. And geez, there's some really good people out there that, that race. And I'm just so glad that sort of motorsport, you know, jumped on the bandwagon and, and really um, put something out that no other sport, like you said, could, um, you know, could compete with. And, and that's something that got us a lot of fans and, um, yeah. and, and uh, you know, it's made our profile a lot bigger. Hey, Matty Nimsy, I'll just tell you something before I know you've got some pretty cool questions you want to are you banging to ask Scotty but uh, um, Scotty's not always like a hundred percent you know got a win right like he will still have fun and I've been on the receiving end of that like I was actually trying I was probably four seconds a lap slower than him around Phillip Island and it's in a practice session so he's not always a hundred percent focused on doing the fastest lap time I've been on the receiving end of Scotty coming out of pit lane at Phillip Island <laughs> and doing a right turn and fencing me like <laughs> like Rick Kelly was fenced in the first round don't worry so I mean he, he, he can get on and have a bit of a laugh as well yeah, I was bird watching then. I'm sorry about that. I just <laughs> grabbed the trotter. Hey, Scotty. In all seriousness, as Stevie said, you know we've been stood down now for the, for three or four months, and it's unusual, and, and and certainly unusual for any of us that have been in the industry for as long as we have. Have you learned anything about yourself? Like for three months sitting around the house, have you learned anything about yourself that you didn't realise? Um, I'm useless in the kitchen. That's, that's one thing. Um, my golf we can game see, we see that on better. the Shell V-Power Facebook page, mate. We can see that, that your, your cheese platter <laughs> yeah. was nowhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
But I oh, one thing, one thing. I'm gonna get all sloppy here. I've made the right decision of marrying the girl that I wanted to marry. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. It. good. That's boy. it. We've hung, hung out a lot. We've hung out a lot. So hang on, I'm just walking in the lounge here so she can hear my response. Um, no, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 no, no. Honestly, we've been hanging out a lot, and uh, we're, um, you know, we're a good, we're a good uh, pairing, I reckon. So it's a good time. Yeah, because I reckon people have learned. In this downtime, teachers, teaching a little kid is not as easy as it might look. Uh, being unemployed for three or four months and sitting on the couch and watching episode after episode of your favourite download is not as easy as it looks. And I, I think even personally, from my point of view, Mrs. Mack has been stood down from her job for a couple of months and she's realised she didn't, She after 25 years of, 30 years of working in a career, she didn't realise how much she was going to enjoy being that housewife, but also how challenging that was as well. I mean, is, is Carly is Carly found the the time being stood down and and standing by and having you hanging around the house for three months difficult, or has it been pretty easy? No, it's it's, it's probably extra difficult for her, especially because she's from America, so she hasn't with the quarantine, she hasn't been able to see her family mm, and stuff yeah. for a long, long time, and which has been hard. And 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 with it sort of you know no definite date on when you know you can potentially travel it's 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 difficult and i guess for me you know i looked after the grand prix it was like the week after i'm like, oh you beauty this is gonna be a little bit of a, you know, a couple of weeks break or whatever and just to chill out and and um not chill out but just try and enjoy it because it was going to be a pretty busy start to the year for me with uh you know the indycar schedule as well along with the supercars and um and then uh yeah and then obviously I realized how serious it was and then you know i've actually found myself you know quite bored and um as soon as we got the you know the date to come out that we we're going to go racing again that's when it was getting all excited and i'm really pumped for next week it's gonna be really cool hey mate um we're nine days out from smp and actually driving some real real cars again um it's going to be a bit weird there's obviously going to be no uh fans there there's going to be a massively uh, reduced number of staff in in supercar teams. I, I mean, I didn't even know if you guys are allowed to venture sideways in garages to see people. Probably not. So, um, you know, how's that going to be uh, for you? Is it going to be a bit bizarre being there with no people? Considering, you know, if you look on your Instagram, you are the salt harvester for the V8 community. So, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so is it going to be like weird, that? mate? Yeah, I like that. We uh, both like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I had to boo something. I love just stirring the pot a little bit. But no, I um, no, it's gonna be weird because we'll go to a race and um, yeah, like you don't see anyone. We're not gonna go to drivers briefing. All drivers briefing will be done in, in by Zoom meeting. Um, you know, uh, how good would that like, yeah, be like, if it was actually put into place for real from from now, mate? No, no, that's legit. I, it'd be that's, awesome. Yeah, that's that is the worst cool, part yeah. of a race weekend is drivers briefing. I always used to fall asleep. Yeah. And they've got shorter since you've left as well. Like in regards yeah, to like, you don't ask too many. You used to ask a lot of questions on here. So, um, yeah, so now they're a lot better. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. No, no. That's it. Look, Keep it, giving it to um, him. Yeah. No, look, it's going to be very weird, different. Um, it's going to just feel like a massive, uh, a very serious test day, I guess, in some ways. You know, that counts, mm. counts for a lot, but... Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm excited just to drive the thing, and, and I think we'll have a lot of support from our fans in regards to watching it on TV, and, and yeah. Um, yeah, people will be pumped to see the real thing back for sure. Mate, before we let you go, I want to cover off Indy, because you, we, we were hoping to have seen you 
uh, race now by now in an IndyCar. That's all been delayed and that kind of stuff. Uh, when are we now going to see Scott McLaughlin in a Penske IndyCar in the United States? What's the plan for that moving forward? Yeah, look, obviously, um, you know, I was scheduled to do my events um, before and then, you know, that's been put on hold. As you said, I probably would have had a race. I would have had a race by now. So yeah. um, for me, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to put a date or a definite time or when I can go over because at the end of the day, my job here is the most important. Um, that was just a luxury of, um, you know, you being a part of the Penske organization was having that opportunity to race and, and, and in another category. And, um, you know, with, at the end of the day, I've got to put supercars, supercars is the main thing. I've got to make sure that, you know, I can attend the events and not get caught up in quarantine and stuff. I mean, Gizzy nearly got caught out for that, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, 14 day quarantine. So my biggest problem is getting to the States and then I think, you know, going there is okay. Um, but coming back is the problem. So I basically put myself, if I go there for a week, I'm, I'm, I'm away for three weeks and, Sometimes it just doesn't work because when I come back, I can't go anywhere and we've got to do it right. So, you know, there's bigger things in the world that, you know, Penske's, you know, work, working through at the moment. You know, it's, it's a pretty difficult time, not only for the motorsport organization, but their business, their core business, um, you know, and, you know, I've just laid really low and, and I, you know, understand they're going through some tough times and figured, you know, hopefully one day my time will come. If not, um, we'll just keep working hard to be you know, the best supercar driver I can be, and that's sort of just where I'm at right now. Mate, on a, on a, obviously on a positive note, I want to know, just share with us a little bit of your experience racing or driving that IndyCar. I mean, I, I guess, you know, from my perspective, I, I did drive a, a, like a Formula 3000 style thing at Calder, which is not really aero sort How of track. How wide was the seat? Uh, mate, Matty, I... Fair dinkum. <laughs> they would, must have used half a tonne of butter to get mate, you in that no, thing. No, no, no. It was, it was Johnson & Johnson, baby. Oil. Uh, <laughs> but I, I want to know... Yeah, <laughs> no, nine-foot roll hoop. Uh, everyone's always said to me, why didn't you get sponsored by Johnson & Johnson? I don't know. So, uh, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, road course, yeah, cool. I know it'd be cool, but like on that oval that you did, it's just like the speeds and that. I mean, give us just give us an idea of what that was like. Was it actually a little bit daunting to start with, or once you got into the groove and used to used to it, it was actually sort of slowed down and become a bit more normal? Yeah, initially I was really nervous before I hit hit the track, um, especially on the oval. Uh, yeah, the road course, like you said, it was you know something that it's just more grip and more power and. It can, bit more g-force you know and that's just trusting that is what you need to get through on the road course where you've got to trust everything in the oval and like the first lap i think my outlap was i went the fastest speed i've ever gone i think i did like 300 and i think i uh, 185 mile an hour average and that's like i I'll, I'll, I'll do 180 mile an hour obviously down conrod so or 300k so i um, I think I ended the day. My average speed was two uh, two sixteen mile an hour. Wow. So wow. that like that's the the speed though is not like, you don't think you're going that fast. Like because the car's built for that oval track, it's um, yeah really 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 cool. But one thing yeah as a driver, you know I didn't realize when I got out of the car um, at the end of the day because you're sitting there basically not the whole day but for a long time. And um, your, your head's right up against the padding. If, if anything, it's pushed, you know, it's pushing you more towards the left because when you go into a corner with all the G-forces, you know, you just lean into that padding and it absorbs your head. 
Oh well, I went out in the car. All my blood of my the hit, my head was on the other on my right side of my body, so I was all dizzy. So like wow. my left side of my body wasn't like working initially. So wow. I had to sort of like get out and sit, and then go, oh crap, and just have it like about two minutes just to <laughs> get reacquainted with life for a second. It was crazy. It was unbelievable. Yeah, like me, like me in the morning sitting on the throne. <laughs> I seem to sit there for that long that my legs go to sleep. <laughs> it takes yeah. me five minutes to get going again. Yeah. Thanks for that, Stevie yeah, J. Know. Jesus. Sorry for that. Oh, we all get it. We all get it. We yeah. All get it. yeah. Wait till you yeah. get older, like me. Yeah. Well, Scotty, uh, even though we are a little bit disappointed we didn't get to see you in an IndyCar yet in real life, uh, you've been doing some fantastic work in the IndyCar iRacing platform. That was mega the couple of races that you won and took part in as well, mate. But um, we're even more excited and gunning to see you back in that Shell V Power Mustang at Sydney Motorsport Park. But uh, we wish you all the best for next weekend. And uh, thanks for joining us on the driver's seat. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. There we go. Scotty McLaughlin joining us here. He was our feature interview. Thanks to IMAR Insurance, the tradies, mate. Call 13IMAR or visit imar.com.au. You had to throw in that mental image, didn't you? Didn't you write it there? Jeez, that's the only. No thing wonder that you don't I answer can... the phone when I ring at like eight thirty in the morning. Eight thirty, or, 8:30. or oh, sorry, nine thirty. No, come on. <laughs> like 6.30. Oh, that's right. You're not up by then, are you? No. Oh, 6.30. I thought that was a rumour. I'm the... usually coming home at 6.30, not waking up at 6.30. That's right. There is a 6.30 a.m. Nah. Trust yeah, me, I know. No, good. But... <laughs> but you're listening to the driver's seat. We do it. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. Uh, 0433 if you want to be a part of the speckle text. There is one that I'd get to. We'll do it. We'll take a quick break. We'll get to it, and uh, we'll get to the podium for the first time in our live edition of the driver's seat. Great to have your company on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making Tomorrow Matter. Together, we're building Australia. Uh, before we get to the podium, gents, one off the speckle text machine. Boys, can Anton Di Pasquale be the next Scott McLaughlin? Uh, oh, yes, I guess he could. Yeah, 100% he could. And in fact, I think there's, there's a so bit of groundswell. So could anyone. Yeah, well, I think what they... <laughs> I think whoever sent that in <laughs> yeah, is meaning the next big thing. Uh, and as much as we love Will Davo, he's had a pretty good career so far. But, um, oh, mate, absolutely. And I think there's a there's a serious – there are serious discussions going on that should Scotty Mack head stateside that uh, Anton DePasquale, as we love to call him here on the driver's seat, uh, he's every chance to slot into that to, into that seat. So, yes, in answer, in answer to that question. There you go. Get your uh, text coming through, 0433981116. Hey, we haven't done this in a while. Time to dust off the podium. Now on the driver's seat, the podium. Now, for those that might not know what the podium <laughs> is, it focuses on three talking points that Matt and Steve focus on in the world of motorsport. Now, this week on the podium, we're going to have a look at what's under pressure going into the season resuming at Sydney Motorsport Park. And we'll start off P1 on the top step, Team Sydney. Mm. <laughs> yes. Right. <aren't> they? <laughs> Stevie J, right. Uh, they are under pressure. And um, uh, I don't think they're first. And this is hard to say because we love Chris Pither. He's a mate of ours. We worked with him, all that kind of stuff. Um uh, it's not the right team for him, for mm-hmm. his talent. We like Alex Davison. We love Alex Davison. We both work with him. It's not the right team for him. And and, and I might sound a bit harsh here, Stevie J, but um, the only thing that is going to make that team good is a commitment. Mm. 
because it's half. Let me say, pardon my French, it's half assed. Yeah. Mm. You know, they have got they've got my old super Ute team, who are not a supercar team, crewing and doing data for a full blood supercar team, main game supercar team. That's that's crap. That's rubbish. Yeah. And I've spoken to a number of people connected to that team. And uh, they have got to commit and they've got to do something very, very big to get themselves from not just a little bit at the back of the grid, Nimsy and Steve. They are miles off the back of the grid. There, I mean, you could... I mean, who was who's at the back of the grid on Formula One? I mean, I mean, uh, we talk about Williams, but well, Williams, you know, it's, it's Williams. They're like a Williams. I yeah, mean, if you look at like it, a Williams. they haven't got the history. But when SVG was there racing, that was a committed team. And Will Davo, absolutely. And Will Davo, they won Bathurst. Yeah, they won, absolutely. They won championship races. Yep. They won a lot of them. Yep. And you could probably argue too that when SVG was there, they also had a shot to win Bathurst too. If he. Uh, if his car managed to start after that pit stop, yes. If the starter motor hadn't, uh, uh, nah, hydraulic. It was a. Oh, it was bad. To, yeah, I've I've spoken to Shane in depth. It was actually um, a mapping issue where um, eventually, once they pulled up, it actually hydraulic. It stalled. It filled the engine with fuel. It hydraulic. It, yeah, right. it couldn't actually turn over. So and hydraulic means it's like it's dead. Full of, Basically, uh, almost. No, yeah, it was dead. It was literally there was too yeah. much fuel yeah. in the engine. It couldn't yeah. turn over. Yeah. So you, you literally need to pull the spark plugs out, pump the fuel out of it, and race is gone. But Nimsy, the the bottom line is there's got to be a, a big bigger commitment from the top of the team in the webs. They've got a brilliant sponsor in Coca Cola with with uh, Chris Pither and local legends what, as well. And, yeah, and from what I understand uh, with the Chris Pither thing, not unlike what they were with Icebreak and Chris, Coke love him. And he's every chance to take that money to another team next year if there's an opportunity further up the grid. But, um, man, they've got to do something because they're a bit of a laughing stock at the moment, uh, yeah. old Team Sydney. It is disappointing. And yep. considering that we know, you know, it's no hidden fact that that the webs are very well off. And I'm not saying that Minted. in regard to they should just, you know, understand business is business. They can't just pour their personal money yep. into a business venture. Yep. It's got to be, become viable. But, you know... I would be very surprised if those guys couldn't raise enough funds uh, through their contacts totally. to be able to run a car properly. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll move on. It's an interesting segue to P2 on the podium. James Courtney. I mean, we all thought he was done and dusted once he left Team Sydney. Um, circumstances gave him an empty seat, and we heard from Tim Edwards early in the program. That's all the planet sort of aligned. But here's the thing. This is a proven fast car, and JC mm-hmm. in that ZB Commodore has had some pretty mixed results. Mm-hmm. But you've got to say there's a bit of a blowtorch on him. And I know Tim didn't say that, but we've seen what Wilbur can do in that car. If James can't, well, there'd be some questions asked, wouldn't there? Oh, absolutely. 100%. I mean, I think he is probably the guy who's under the most amount of pressure for a couple of reasons. You're right. He he was gone. He was done and dusted. We were going to see him maybe in a in a wild card here and there or in a co-drive. And, of course, money drives this sport, and he's, he's shown up when he's got boost behind him and it's happy days, away you go. Um, what he's got to understand is that, and Tim Edwards alluded to it earlier, Brock Feeney, who won Super 3 last year and had a good first outing in Super 2, he's waiting in the wings. And he's also a boost mobile guy mm. so if jc gets in that car and does absolutely nothing there's a fair chance that old brock could slide straight in there and then and he, before the end of the year and before the end of the year and that whole role that jc was going to take at sydney which was going to be a bit of a driver coach and a mentor and in management that's gone he doesn't have that opportunity within the tickford organization i would imagine so if he does absolutely nothing 
Stephen Nimsey, we might see him gone. This might be a one-year thing, and then Brock could slide in and have a crack there. I don't think Will Davison's going to be around in that seat. I think he'll go somewhere else because he's too good not to. But mm. yes, mate, the blowtorch hard on JC. <laughs> Last but not least, P3 on the podium. Supercars as a whole, I mean, the sport in general. Um, yes, there was so much praise, and they did. we got to give them a pat on the back where it's deserved. The E-Series, fantastic. It got a lot of eyeballs that normally wouldn't watch motorsport watching motorsport. We saw the numbers. It was fantastic. But now we're back to real racing, and we've got some pretty harsh realities here. We've got a TV deal with Foxtel that wraps up at the end of the year. We don't have Holden's next year. We've got Gen 3 that's still a couple of years away. We've got costs that just seem to be getting more and more and money that's not there. What do supercars need to do? Oh, boy. Have we got another four hours for the show? <laughs> you're 100%. In, if you're a business, Stevie J, um, if you look at supercars as a business right now, they've got nothing to sell. Um, you know, as you say, they've got no sponsor. Oh, well, we, we don't think they've got a sponsor in Virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, no TV deal. Teams on the edge. No manufacturers. No free-to-wear TV deal as well. Cause free-to-wear TV deal is a basket case. Mm-hmm. So I, I, there are some people, we talk about JC being under the blowtorch, but Sean Seymour and his team, which is now massively diminished since COVID-19, they are under the pump hard and they've got to do yep. something in the next six months or I think we will see a monster shift in the landscape of motorsport. Well, they've got to do something in relation to Gen 3 yep. and... Gen 3 has got to be right. And, you know, people may think that I'm, you know, they may, may disagree with what I'm about to say, but Gen 2 was a fail, if you ask me. The only thing it did was obviously it brought in Nissan and Volvo and, and the Mustang, um, but Gen 2 was a fail. Gen 2 was meant to be uh, cheaper, uh, more regulated, and obviously more uh, parts that are homologated parts that everyone must use, but it just hasn't generated the type of racing that I think we thought it would. Yep, agree. It hasn't cut the cost like it was meant to. Yep. It's actually gone up. It's actually been it's actually more expensive now than what it used to be. Um and I just think that it's been a fail, you know, and there's been a lot of I think there's been a lot of things underhanded and yep. mates getting mates and to do things to to get into uh the supercar yep. side of things. Agreed. Um and I just don't think that it was ever uh, it was ever run and, and I guess, uh, put to practice properly. Yep. And Nimsy, this is, I, I guess this is one subject I'd love to hear people's opinions on because not everyone can afford Foxtel. And so is there going to have to be a much greater level of free-to-air coverage yeah. for this thing to succeed? Um, uh, people can't afford the sorts of, of money at the moment, particularly now on the back end of COVID where there's been job losses and job keeper and all that kind of stuff. Like if we thought we were stuffed before without a, without a free-to-air TV and we're going to rely on, on pay television, what have we got now? I mean, now's a hard one. So I'd love to hear what people's thoughts are, are on that as well moving forward. But again, Nimsy, in answer to your question, um, if there is a sporting code, so to speak, under pressure right now in this country, uh, supercars is well amongst that. And you know, the in funny a thing big is, way. In, in these situations, this really shows the worth of the head guy. This really shows Absolutely. if he is worth what he's. Is getting paid. If Sean can steer this thing, he's you worth know, every dollar. But sh- right I'm, now, the jury's out. And I'm sure there's a lot of people 
uh, could obviously comment and say that they know others that have been there in the past that could probably do the job to get it out. Yep. But you, you, you can't compare because comparing the state of supercars now compared to back in the early 2000s, you know, where there was massive corporate dollar much much better than what it is now mm-hmm. i don't think you can compare the two but it, in can regard you... in, in regard to um you know the the head people but you can you can definitely compare how they're steering the ship absolutely i mean is is the supercars championship right now like the australian touring car championship was before tony cochran and his mates came in and went bang we're changing this and this is what we're doing because it feels like that it feels like it's too expensive crowds are down everything's in a bit of a disarray um will it require like it did in 2000 will it require or whenever it was 97 2000 97 uh will it require a massive dynamic landscape shift a clear out at the top and a new direction to get this circus going again because the way we're going right now we're on our way to a hiding and uh, unless we get new sponsors, new TV deals, new manufacturers, which take years sometimes to cultivate, I, I, I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I'm concerned as well. But I, you know, I've got, I've just got that feeling that um, for a free to wear stock, from from speaking about free to wear, yeah, I've got a feeling that Seven's going to come back. Mm. That's that's my well, f- personal. I think feel. you're right. I think Seven will come back because Matt White has left Channel Ten, and he was a guy. Pardon the pun, but driving the supercars thing with Channel Ten. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he goes back. We know Warburton, Warburton? the former supercars. head of supercars, yep. is now on the board of Network Seven. We know that ARG have already committed to Seven. Out yours and my racing is on Seven uh, for a lot of the year this year. So it, there is. Is, it does seem, Nimsy, like there's going to be a throwback to that seven side. But again, how much is seven willing to pay for the rights to go and cover Supercar again? They've been there, done that. Um, Channel 10 didn't want to pay it. There's a split with the Foxtel, the Foxtel Sports. There's KO now. It's, it, we are in for a very interesting time, Nimsy. Yeah, it should be interesting. And as Maddie did say, we'd love to hear from you too. 0433 on the speckle text. Uh, has... The V8s going off free to air put you off. Um, did you were you a regular viewer and because it's behind a paywall now you can't let us know on the speckle text oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. That was the podium. We'll take a quick break and come back with another old favourite, the power rankings. They're up next on the driver's seat. Great to have your company on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota Building Australia. Uh, before we go, it's, well, we're not going anywhere, actually, now I think about it. <laughs> another hour, NMZ. We're about... here for another hour. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, just quickly on the speckle text, 0433981116. I am missing the E-Series tonight. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Good. Well, that's that's fantastic to see. Uh, Good on you. Well, Whoever that, sent that in. Thanks that's, for, uh, add your, that's great. Add your name uh, next time you text in on the speckle text. Uh, we we miss it. We miss it too. Sorry, Nimsy. I'll put my name in next time. So. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Yeah, thanks, Mum. I'm missing it too. That's, this one's yeah, actually mama. this one's actually an interesting one too. Uh, this one comes for, on the speckle text as well, uh, with the number ending in 032. DJR needs an Aussie driver. No disrespect to the Kiwis, but DJR is an Aussie icon. Australia needs it at Bathurst. Yeah. It's a fair point. It's a fair, I don't disagree, Mister O three two. I think um, uh, what, what's Anton Di Pasquale's 
last few numbers on his phone. That might have been Anton <laughs> sending that through. Yeah, yes, yeah, we I'll do. Check. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mate, look, I think it's a fair call, obviously. But, but you know, at the end of the day, drivers are drivers. And if they're the best ones available at the time, that's what they're going to take. Yep. Um, it's obviously delivered them some serious results. But, you know, I, I try not to look at Stevie J across the studio when I say this. I think there will be changes, Nimsy, mm. coming up. Mm. I think there will be announcements in a while as to driver change lineups at DJR Team Penske. You know what? As funny, Stevie J looks out the window. <laughs> you, know, you know, funny enough, I was actually, I was actually watching you know, Turbo Max up on the TV. But uh, uh, the funny, funny you say that, and we talk about that, Nims, that uh, you talk, you know, back in, you know, mid-2000s, late 2000s, as in like, you know, 2009, 10, 11. You know, you say to Dick Johnson then... Uh, you know, you're going to have a couple of Kiwis driving for your team <laughs> some stage. You know, I can I can tell you one thing that he would have said. <laughs> no, I bloody won't. You know, yeah. like as in, you know, but um, but you know, he. The funny thing is that we've had a lot of Kiwis. Um, you know, and Dad, it, it's like uh, Tasmania as well. Dad's always ribbing on JB, and yeah, yeah. you know, he's just he, he's a, he's the Aussie bloke that. You know, he's you know in this day and age, it's hard because it's so politically correct these days. Mm. And this day and age, and and Dad's not. Dad's just a. He says it how it is, and it's this or it's that. And if it offends you, and it doesn't, it doesn't offend anyone because I think most people know that he's from that era. That it's just yeah. you just say how you feel. Um, and uh, he's had a lot of Kiwis working for him. Obviously, it didn't start it off, but back in the Ross and Jimmy Stone days in the yeah. Sierra. They're Kiwis. They're Kiwis. And, Paul Radisic uh, is a Kiwi. Radisic Max Wilson Kiwi. from Brazil. So, yeah, like know. there's definitely been... Um, international team. International team, yes. <laughs> but uh, as he calls them now, K1W1s, and uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, where are they? Where's the K1W1s at the moment? I need to speak to them, you know? So uh, so he'll, he'll, he'll get them over, and he, and he loves it, you know? And he gets on well with both the boys. And Hard to argue, too. I mean, uh, I... We'd all love Scotty McLaughlin to be an Aussie, but the guy's a Kiwi. So, yeah. and he's the best there is right yeah. now. But don't so. don't get the old man wrong. I mean, he he gives it to him too when they <laughs> when he doesn't think that they've done a good enough job or whatever. It's, I have no doubt. He is harsh. knowing your he father. I have no doubt. And none of them say anything. They just look at him like you're well, looking at you. Now. Would you? You know, like I've seen him. I've headlights. seen him yell at you, and you get like a five-year-old. Okay, Dad. I never get yelled at. I'm well, I. <laughs> Hey, one more, of course you are. One more on the speckled text, 0433981116. And if you'd like to be a part, you can just do so very easily. As I said, 0433981116. Uh, again, pop your name to these if you want them to know who, who you are. But uh, this one is, watch highlights on free to air. Are you kidding me? Mm. Well, and that's my point, isn't mm. it? I, whoever sent that in, I totally get you. I, I mean, I don't want to watch... Free to wear highlights at ten thirty on no. a Sunday, like Sunday night, like what it used to be when I was a kid, and they had the Crimson Coat Brigade yeah. and Mike Raymond and all that kind of stuff, and you had to stay up until ten thirty on a Sunday night. Nobody yeah. wants that, but I think I think personally that the sport has to have coverage on a Saturday and a Sunday, two to three hours on a free to wear channel to get our supporter base back, to get mm. the people interested and having a crack again and buying merchandise and doing all that sort of stuff. So, mm. I agree with you. Who no, no one you wants know, to watch highlights. So I want to watch Australia. the real deal. It's a it's a motorsport series that's in their own backyard. It's mm. not. We're not talking. I mean, it's even sad that we can't even get NASCAR on Fox. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know. Like, it's just ridiculous. So ridiculous. And um, to be able to not watch that on free to air, I think is is 
I think that's it's got to change. Simple as that. Hey, speaking of which, just quickly, Nimsy, uh, James Davison, good Aussie, and another one of the Davison clan, uh, announced today he's driving a NASCAR in Talladega, Talladega. in the main series uh, this weekend. So I texted him. That's said, pretty cool. I said, that's good work, mate. I said, that's that's going to be hard. Just hold your foot flat out and yep. just turn a little turn bit left. left. Happy days. It, mm. That's all you got to do. That's it. Ask Marcus Ambrose how easy it was. That's exactly right. Um, I can't read the next uh, uh, text out there, but uh, clearly they're not a Foxtel owner. We'll put it that way. Um, Well, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Quite a lot of Fs there. You but, can, uh, hey, look, you know what? You can do KO. One of those is Fox. You can do KO, which is about half the price. I don't think I'll still get all your uh, interested in KO. We'll put it that way. Right. <laughs> okay. it's, it's all about the freebie. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, let, we love to hear what you got to say. 0433981116. Jump on board the Speckle Text. You're listening to the driver's seat. We'll get to our Penrite Power Rankings. We'll do that next. We'll take a quick pause for the course. Back with more after this. Hour number two off the driver's seat, well underway. And remember, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app available in the App Store and Google Play and catch up on all of our previous interviews. And even catch if you missed hearing Tim Edwards or Scotty Mack earlier in the show, you can catch up on the app and uh, check it out for yourself. On the Speckle Text, boys, 0433981116 if you want to get in touch. This one's from Superfly in East Ringwood. Oh, good on you, Superfly. How are you, Superfly? Uh, hi, fellas. Time to change the sport and make it a real competition. Run the races with a timing system like the Tour de France and we'll find the fastest and best from start to finish. Real competition is what people require, not planned tight finishes for TV. No competition in that. That's what Superfly has to say. Interesting, Superfly. Not sure I agree, but interesting. I mean, I think um, as race drivers, uh, the only time that time actually matters is when you're qualifying, Mm -hmm. essentially. Um, When you get racing, the timesheet goes out the window because how you go racing. Um, Maybe practice see where you're going in the right direction for setup. But I think racing, I think racing has to be the same. The racing's good. Take away a bit of aero, make it a little bit harder, get Beto to be a little bit more loose with um, smacking people for drive-throughs and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I've always thought the British Touring Car Championship was the best, from an entertainment point of view, the best touring car championship in the world. If there wasn't a hole, create one and slide into it. And it was the most a like exciting. NASCAR. NASCAR a bit like NASCARs like that. It's the best racing. But you've got to reduce the costs to do that because to fix the damn things is too heavy at the moment. <laughs> so um, if you can fix the costs, loosen up the rules a little bit, reduce the aero, free-to-air TV package, Matt McKeldin for head of supercars. <laughs> one, ah, more, ah, one more. On one the, vote for McKeldin. <laughs> one more on the speckle. And thank you to everyone on the speckle text machine for adding names as well. Now, Owen in Reservoir has got, to, got this to say. Oh, uh, dog. I can only see good results coming from this change for Tickford. Well done. Clearly a uh, Tickford fan there. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, they, they're they in a position, they're like most of the other teams. Brad Jones is the same. DJRTP is the same. Even Triple H is the same. Mm. They're, they're a, a race team that is in the business and they they want to make money, obviously. Mm. Um, you know, I think Roland, what he does is different to what, you know, Roger Penske wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Tickford are a, a business that they need to run the four cars. They need to get, the corporate dollar in and they need to make money uh, doing what they do. Mm. You know, it, it's as simple as that. And why would you be in a business like that to not make money? Um, and I think, you know, they've done the right thing. You know, as Tim said earlier, the three-car model just doesn't work. It, you actually lose money because 
um, you know, you you can't fit three cars in one truck. You can't fit all the spare parts yes, in one truck. Of course. So you've got to take a second truck. Yeah. You know, and if that truck's not full with cars that are paying to, to race, yeah. then it, it doesn't make business sense. Because that happens, like, even with your TCM car on, on occasion, you'll actually put it into a supercar, second supercar trailer yeah, to fill the spot and yeah. pay for the privilege of absolutely. going Absolutely. It's cheaper for me to then pay, you know, Matstone Racing when they've got a spot to go yeah. to a race that we're at yeah. um, to get our car up there and get them to take it to the track for us because we haven't got our own truck and, you know, to, to fork out, Three or four hundred thousand dollars for your own truck is just not viable for yeah. me. So, and then it'd still be empty because then you'd have the same issue. Absolutely. You're transporting transporting one car. Yeah, um, you'd have to fill it as well. Yeah, exactly. So it makes sense, and what they're doing is right. You know, it's good that they've been able to do all their upgrades. You know, Tickford were on. They were fast last year. Yeah, uh, they won races um, this year. They were fast. Will you know? It's a shame, obviously, with Will Dover, but I'm expecting Courtney to be fast. Do you think they miss Chaz? From an engineering um, standpoint? Um, it depends. Obviously, Chaz was a package with Adam DeBore and they've both yep. gone. Yep. So, uh, but then again, you saw the um, that, that whole team there. A lot of the guys couldn't really run what Chaz was running. Like yep. You've got to, you know, it, it just depends on the driver and what the driver can yep. can drive. Um, Fabian Coulthard can't drive with Scotty Mack's setup. Mm, yes. Um, you know, so it just depends on how and, you know, the guys get speed out of these cars a different way, and Chaz was very unique, and, and, and it was the same when he was racing with the uh, with DJR. Yeah. The speckle text is going off. 0433 98 11 16. Um, if you want to get involved. Boys, a KO subscription is costing me split with a mate 70 bucks for six months. That is cheap as chips if you love your sport. It's a must. Thank you, Lucas. Yeah. Don't disagree, Lucas, 100%. And yeah. uh, Mrs. Mack and I have had the discussion as racing now looks set to resume whether we dump Fox Sports and do the KO thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, well, you I'm, just do what I do, and I've got four or five emails, and you just get the you get the <laughs> the, the free trial for like a month. There is a mate of mine, Steve uh, Steve White, White Dog, a former uh, very highly credentialed race driver who does use my login. Maybe I should ring him and say, "Hey, listen, you can pay for it for a while, and I'll do the free login. <laughs> we'll do that." <laughs> oh, Stevie, keep your text so. coming through oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Oh, look, before we get to a break, I do have to uh, mention this. I've been promising it for a couple of minutes now, but let's get a quick update on the power rankings. The driver's seat. Penrite Power Rankings. Penrite Oil. Australian owned and made since 1926. We're going through this quickly, and this is how it works. It's essentially the Brownlow or Dallium vote. Um, uh, it's a 3-2-1 vote, just like in the Brownlow and the Dallium. Matt and Steve will provide those votes. Now, these votes were cast all the way back at the Adelaide 500. Remember that, guys? Wow, that was a long time ago. I actually don't remember that, but anyway. (laughs) You should. You had your best finish in a TA2 car. Yeah, but I was not fit to be racing, so I just don't remember most of it. (laughs) Trans Am car, by the way, not TA2. Trans Am. It's all about branding, Steve. Remember that. um, Well, it was, was, but it's now changed. (laughs) But um, the rankings after the Super League. The Kubota car, Nimsy. The Kubota car. The number five Kubota Mustang. Uh, Shout out to Hugh McAllister if he's listening as well, too. The number six. uh, Doing some... Tremendous work there. He's generally at the front of that five. But <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> no, 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 no. But our rankings after the Superloop Adelaide 500, five votes go to Scotty Mack, four votes to Will Davison, and 
it pains me to say that. It really does. Two votes to Shane Van Gisbergen and one vote to Cameron Waters. But uh, there you go. The funny thing is, I can't even remember the races, to be fair. I know, obviously, Shane won one, Scotty won one. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if I look no, no, at No, Shane didn't crystal, win one. Did he not win one? Jamie did. Oh, sorry, Jamie, Jamie did. Yeah, That's Jamie right. See, won we one. don't remember. <laughs> there you go. I just saw it was a triple eight car, and Shane's been the usual guru for the first. Like he's won there the yeah, first he's been race king there, of Adelaide. Like, yes, yeah, he is. Last yep. two or three years in a row. So, yep. um, but if I put on my my crystal ball hat, oh, dust them off, dust them off. The crystal balls are coming out. You know, balls, I've got go. a feeling that I reckon in my crystal ball that Will Davison's going to drop down the list after SMP. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, thanks there for you. the scoop, Ace. That's an amazing, hot right. take for the evening, guys. <laughs> Write that down, boy, right. boy. Oh, do you agree with him on the speckle text? Oh, four That'll three, be headline but... news tomorrow. Will Will Davison drops down the Penrite Power Ranking. Oh, yeah, but um, that was our Power Rankings. Can't wait to actually add a couple more names to that list. But uh, you're listening to The Driver's Seat. We'll get to um, our Bendix Breaks big moment. We'll do that next right here on The Driver's Seat. Great to have your company on The Driver's Seat. Remember, if you want to chat to the, chat to us, you can give us a call. Um, 1-300-736-736 is the SEN open line, or you can keep coming through on the speckle text Oh four double three and ninety eight eleven sixteen. Let's quickly get to the, this week's edition of the Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Bendix, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. If you want cleaner wheels, fit Bendix Breaks. And the big moment that I want to talk about is, of course, this time last week we were talking about the inaugural BP Supercars All-Star E-Series, SVG uh, emerge victorious and you guys well steve you do a fair bit of stuff on the twitch and i gotta say it was very entertaining you svg and scotty pie on his twitch stream seriously one of the most entertaining things you could ever see <laughs> is uh, scott and not only that too scotty pie go can down a beer very quickly a cider, a cider, an oh, apple juice, of an apple juice, an apple juice uh, responsibly yes, of course yes. too that's right that's right um, but you know what he's in the he's in the uh comfort of his own simulator in his land room well, mm-hmm. he can he can drink what he likes <laughs> now i want to ask you guys something because while the e-series was incredibly popular um we did have a couple of people that were on there going oh i'm not interested oh i don't want to watch the guys play computer games or the drivers are just playing playstation now maddie you uh you self-confessed at the start of um the e-series that like you yep. know like oh it's not quite your cup of tea but you gave it a shot yep. Yep. Uh, what, what do you th- what do you think about that segment of the audience that maybe didn't enjoy the E-Series? Oh, look, I, I mean, I think everyone's got their own opinion, haven't they? But I think in the, the circumstances uh, that we found ourselves in 10 weeks ago with no driving, Nimsy, that it was all we had and it was embraced. All we had to do was look at the, the stats and the ratings on Fox and, and everything that it was downloaded on all the social media mm. apps. So, so I think it's absolutely got its place. Um, will someone of my age and stage sit down and watch another e-race? No, probably not. Did I race out and grab myself another sim? No, nope, absolutely not. Um, was it fantastic? A lot, a hundred percent, a lot did. Like, yeah. if you're in the if you're in the racing sim business, you just made that. a monster. JB Hi-Fi, yep. any of those? All of them. All electrical. Wholesalers, yep. you know, uh, yep. webcams, TVs, yep. computer monitors, gaming monitors, yep. you name it, headphones, whatever. They're just all sold out. And you're actually now seeing quite a few of them back on the back market to Facebook Marketplace and other bits and pieces. I don't know um, that, mate. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, um, 
It was fantastic for what it was. I thought that the production company that put it together, Supercars TV, did a fantastic job, Nathan Prendergast and yep. all the guys. I think um, we need to be thankful that all of our drivers got involved. Um, there was some celebrity stuff there as well. I think it was extremely well done. Am I happy that Real Racing is coming back next week? Yes, percent. Oh, I think we all are. But uh, what I enjoyed most about it, and it wasn't particularly the racing side of it, it was the interaction with the guys and and watching them yeah. watching the guy yeah. watching you know watching the fans watching their their heroes you yep. know um, Agreed. that's the stuff that you don't get to see them you don't get to see them in the comfort of their own lounge room yeah. having a yarn having a joke you know uh, hearing a blow up here and there and um, you can know. you see it continuing in summer in the off season i think i can I, I i can see it continuing in some way shape or form yeah you know Yearly through the year it won't be obviously as full on as what it was every week for yeah. for you know two hours or whatever it was, but um, or even more. But uh, yeah, I, I actually can see it because I think that it really gives a bit more perspective and personality to the guys of who they really are. You know, because you don't see who they sorry Nimsy, you don't see who they really are mm. at the racetrack, and you would have found that Nimsy going to the racetrack. Yeah, hundred percent. That, that was one thing that I really enjoyed too, because the level of interaction. Now this would be. To put it into footy terms, it would be like, just imagine if you're watching Richmond versus Collingwood last Thursday night, and you could actually, you knew what Jack Rewalt was thinking, or you knew what Scott Pendlebury was thinking at the same time, because mm. the guys even went above and beyond and had their own Twitch streams. I was watching Will Davos Twitch. I had about six screens going on. The missus was thinking that I was working at NASA because I had Scotty Pye's Twitch, <laughs> Twitch there. The phone has got Twitter going absolutely bonkers because... And and the, I actually uh, managed to get like it, what was great was uh, I was talking. What I used to love was when Red Bull Holden Racing Team had a win, they'd have these little videos that would pop up on Twitter with like SVG with a cup and kissing it and first and everything yeah. comes out. So I put out a tweet during one of the races where SVG had two laps to go and he was on track to win. So I'll just put out Red Bull Holden Racing Team, you know what I want. And then they've gone and tagged me. They put it, here you go, mate. Ask and you shall receive. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> Which was Oh look, I think it was very well done. I think the team's got right behind it and great for the sponsors, great for our sport. Um and and a really good solid base for for it to continue when we don't have racing. And yeah. and obviously that's gonna be an off season wherever that may be, whenever that may be. Um uh, I think it's got a place. Will it ever take over? No. Mm. But, hey, it was great. Brilliant while it was there. Let's get back to the real stuff. Yeah. 100%, 100%. Big, uh, and as we said, a pat on the back has to be given to everyone at Supercars Media Absolutely. for putting on a hell of a show, and I think that's what we all enjoyed there. A hell but of a show in a time that was pretty down, let's be fair. <laughs> Very much Yeah, so. negative. And all the negative Very press, negative. no footy, no cricket, no, like a bunch of uncertainty, all that kind of stuff. And then... Can you every- stop playing with your microphone, Matthew? That's really annoying. Need, i tell you what it needs. It needs a grease and oil change. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's a little bit squeaky. So we'll get maintenance. You're on the maintenance crew. Nimsy, we'll get you in to give that a bit of a squirt of oil. Yeah, we'll... Um, 
Uh, yeah, but and it was. You're right, Steve. It was a really down time, and uh, I think we'll look back on it and we'll be very thankful. Um, and I just can't wait till we get crowds back. Hopefully, at the Bathurst 1000, and we can all celebrate as a as a group of people that love car racing. Mm. Um, that was our Bendix Brakes big moment. If you want cleaner wheels, fit Bendix Brakes. Uh, you're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, and together we're building Australia. Got a build up of speckled text here, which I'll get to in just a tick. But we'll take a quick break. Back with more right after this. Great to have your company on this Wednesday evening on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to our mates at Kubota Building Australia. On the speckled text, boys, I'm a Ford, Tricky Dicky and JB fan, but I'm looking forward to the Brock doco. Yeah, that's have you seen that? interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I've seen it obviously I coming it. out, but uh, and no doubt I'll watch it. Um, do you think and no doubt I'll sit down with old Tricky Dicky, as old mate just said, and <laughs> he'll go... What a lot of crap that is. What a lot, that's a lot of crap. What a no, lot of well, crap. Well, no, having said that, James Brock, Peter's son, uh, he, he's typically an individual that stays away from all the Brock stuff mm. um, and doesn't often give it his seal of approval, but he actually posted about it and said that it's about the most accurate thing he's seen about that part of of uh, Peter's life. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I think it's going to be really good. It looks like it's highly produced, unlike the, the TV show that came out a couple of years ago. It was appalling, um, the miniseries. But this this looks like it could be a pretty good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to see it. Another one on the speckle text, and I'm going to be very careful here because there's some colourful language. <laughs> uh, I'll just substitute a couple of words in. I may blank if they announce their blank off the needles qualifying sessions and letting finishing order determine the grids for races two and three at SMP. Are, are they going to do that? Is, are there, is, what, is there no qualifying sessions? What's going oh, on here? Oh, no, no, I don't think so. No. On the speckle no, text, if, if could you clarify your tweet with less colourful language if possible? You've got to remember, we're a family show here, everybody. <laughs> we are. We are but, but uh, what's, what? what's no, the there form? is qualifying. I'm what? sure there's qualifying, but yeah. I actually haven't seen a format, but... I'm, you, you couldn't not have qualifying. They'd be qualifying 100%. Maybe I should look that one up. Um, I'll, I'll mm. chase that one up because that's caught me off guard a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll have to talk about uh, the format changes at the Sydney Super Sprint, yep. which um, we're going to get two this year because, obviously, we can't run the, the competition into 2021. So, finishing under Do you know why that is? I'm going to guess it's because, from what I've heard... It's because it has me putting on my journo hat. Um, <laughs> no, from what from what I've heard, a lot of contracts from a lot of teams, be it sponsors, be it broadcast agreements, be it whatever, even just driver contracts, end on December thirty first. You should be a journo. So, so if it does roll over into the twenty first, well, you know, you kind of null and void there. And I also think, probably more accurately, Foxtel wasn't too keen of um, that in the programming time, allegedly. So. Yeah, there you go. Well, you're you're right. Your that's your summation of that is a hundred percent right. Uh, sorry, I'm just going off the speckle text again. Um, chances of seeing Ricardo at Bathurst? Question mark. Oh, oh. in the future? Give me a time frame because if you're talking three years, absolutely, maybe. Mm. Him I think and Lando together. Was it who was it? Zach Brown said on the E series that you know him and Lando. He'd be open to having, and I think everyone just sort of yeah. run with that, uh, maybe a bit too much. How good would it be? But what race driver wouldn't want to come to Bathurst yeah. at the end of the day? You know, they're in a position that they race for a team, uh, and the team owner and that team uh, owns a supercar 
you know, outfit here in Australia. So, mm-hmm. absolutely, that's probably the closest, bar the the Castrol uh, alliance that uh, Dan had uh, in relation to Rick Kelly. That's why mm-hmm. he drove the Nissan yep. a few years back at Calder. At Calder, uh, uh, but you know, to now be obviously next year driving with a, a team in McLaren and Zach Brown being the owner of United Auto Sports. Was it, was it United Auto? Uh, Andretti, Andretti United Auto. Walkinshaw Auto, United. Walkinshaw thing. WAU. Whatever, yep. Yep. Um, that, yeah, that's that's obviously the, the best. Such professionals. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's so many words to some teams, you know, yeah. like it's just. DJR it, Team Penske. Yeah, what a too load. Hard, too hard, Seriously, isn't it? too hard. Now, now you pay respect to Midi's Electrical uh, Appliances Online Mobile One Racing. Um, <laughs> but but <laughs> one, one more on the Speckle Text, guys. Uh, seeing the races at Charlotte and also Michigan on the E Series, at least one oval rate, at least one oval race could be great for spectators. Lo and behold, there is an oval in Australia, Thunderdome. It's not yeah. a super speedway because it's only over a mile long. But what are the chances of having the supers at Thunderdome? None. Zero. Zilch. (laughs) You'd have to grab your Kubota mower and go and mow the track because there are so many weeds and bits of grass growing out of it. And then you'd have to get the Kubota excavator to flatten it out. (laughs) Yeah, mate. Unfortunately, the Jane family have let that that go to rubbish. And so, no, you won't see supercars in an oval. However, as I said right at the start of the show, I love the idea because the oval races were the best, I reckon, this year. Um, they no, were a race around quarter would have been sensational, but unfortunately, right now it's no. like an old uh, cowboy western movie when you scene, see yeah. the scene where you see what do you call those things? Tumbleweeds, the, the tumbleweeds yeah. rolling down the the yep. pit lane. Yep, that's that's what it is. So yep. unfortunately, and, and because it was actually uh, built on like tires and like rubbish. tires and rubbish. Yep. So the track has sunk a lot. So it's literally <laughs> ridiculously rough. It'd need to be obviously a lot of work done to it, um, resurfaced, and all yep. sorts of things. It just it costs maybe, millions. Maybe we should ask Rodney and Kim Jane whether they'll ever <laughs> ever think of doing that again. I think it'd be a short interview because uh, it'd be no. One last one on the speckle text is Scott McLaughlin, our Lewis Hamilton. Is he a good driver in a good car, or is he better than most others, regardless of the car? No, I I think he's a good driver period because yep. he won races at GRM yep. in Holden. He won races at GRM in a Volvo. Yep. He won you know, races in the development series. He won races in the development series in, you know, like none of his teammates, uh, you know, and in the previous uh, team in GRM with regard to the Holden uh, and the Volvo. Yep. They didn't really do any good compared to him. No. He was the only one getting results in those cars. I yeah. think Michael Caruso referred to him as a teammate killer. Because, um, yeah, if you, totally. He's if like you, Lewis. Mm. Would you want to be Lewis's teammate? No, thanks. Yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> you couldn't do it. I love you, mate, but you I couldn't do it. do it. We couldn't get you into a Formula yeah, One car. You could. No, we couldn't. Well, we couldn't get you out of it. <laughs> We'd have to break a few things, but we couldn't get you in it. We, we right. could. Break your leg. Not like the old days. They're they're big now. (laughs) You know that head head restraint patty that they've got? I don't need it. Just leave it out. Just leave it out. Because he's going to be sitting so far out of the car that the guts and the shoulders are all just straight into the car. Have you seen the size of them compared to the old days? There was a comparison (laughs) actually on social media. Yeah. And they were like, it's like a third bigger. I'd be sweet. No problem at all.
I'll tell you, if anyone right does have, if, anyone, <laughs> if anyone's got a motor, Formula One car, yeah. Yeah. just wheel it down to the SEN I'll prove studios. It to you. <laughs> Jack or and Zach or Toto, just let, let me prove Matty wrong. There you go. You know where we are. Just bring it down. Please the... make sure someone's filming that. Oh, mate, you, you couldn't get more cameras on it. But um, <laughs> you're listening. You are listening to the driver's seats. Uh, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. Keep getting your text through on the speckle text 0433981116. We still got a little bit left in the show, but we'll be back with more right after this. Great to have your company on the driver's seat, and thanks for all your speckle texts coming through 0433981116. Uh, before we do wrap up tonight, guys, I do got to actually ask you. Um, Sydney Motorsport Park is where it all happens. Uh, next weekend for the supercars, the season recommences. But uh, Sydney Motorsport Park, in a couple of months' time, is be where you guys are actually going to be back on track. Yes, absolutely. So we we start back, Matty, August... August 15, 16. 15, 16. Yep. Yep. Um, we'll and really looking forward to it. So it's, uh, it's going to be, I think... We both don't know what's going to happen with regard to crowds, by the way. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be maybe some by then. You'd have to think. I don't know. With with football crowds being allowed back and all that yep. kind of stuff with social distancing, you'd have to think that yep. we'll have someone there. And it's also going to be a fairly big bumper um, calendar for that. TCR are going to be there, S5000, yourself in the TCM. I'll be there in the Trans Am car. Uh, V8 touring cars, and I think the the Michelin Porsche guys just got added as well. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, so it's going to be a big one, and um, cannot wait. You guys cannot just, wait to get back behind the wheel. I'm still yet to find uh, the formats for the Sydney Super Sprint. Uh, we can cover that next week's show. No, I was looking for those too. I couldn't find it. There you go. So maybe yeah. maybe old mate knows something that we don't. Might have to might have to pull some strings through the week, Nimsy, and see if I can get Big Dick to send me some <laughs> some. Uh, <laughs> Little, uh, little, we're talking about little, un- under the, little Just, underhanded uh, run sheet maybe, there. Maybe an Excel SMP. spreadsheet that he's been... Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> come on. Dick. <laughs> Send us your, as, as, as what they call it, uh, what did Tim call it? The fag packet. That's right. <laughs> the bag of the fag pack. Now, of um, the Winnie Blues. <laughs> now, now, something that I did want to point out, like looking at the ARG calendar, it, it's a mm-hmm. pretty jam-packed with the amount of categories they got here, but... Is there any reason, uh, and I think I might know this already because it generally comes down to one reason when something's some, something happens in motorsport, and that's this. But is there yep. any, any reason that uh, Tassie is not getting a look in for TCM? I think cost, watch to this, be honest. Watch this space. Yeah, I'm not that sure. That might be a further, further announcement, I do believe, from what I'm hearing. Yeah, there might be about five cars that end up going. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, look, you know, it's, watch it's just, just JB to, there. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very expensive, Nimsy. With TCM, it's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's anything, obviously. Yeah. But, but to, to get down there, most of the teams, they haven't got the budget to do it. We've already been announced that we're doing four. Yeah. Um, it's more expensive than going to Darwin. Um, and that's you know, obviously twice as far away. Um, accommodation's twice as much up there. Yeah, the but government's going to have to tip in. The uh, government, if the government tips in, absolutely, I'd love to go. I love Tassie. I love the tracks. They're a lot of fun. But literally, it's not. I can tell you now, guys, it's not not even in my budget. Mm. You know, and, and and I don't skimp on stuff, but I haven't got a massive budget like everyone thinks. Yeah, um, I've got enough budget to get through the year. It's hard to run a TCA car on two million a year. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Especially when I take one point eight for myself. Absolutely, you know, um, one point eight five on chicken nuggets like yeah, you brought in yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So. Um, <laughs> It's uh, it's one of the you know it's it's hard it's very hard and, and you've got to balance it you've got to you've got to talk they've got to talk to the competitors and do do what they 
they believe is the right thing. And we're still being spoken to. As as Trans Am category, we're still being spoken to because it's not only a single uh, event at Simmons Plains on January 24, 26, which is a straight day weekend, but then there's a backup round after that, uh, January 30 to 31 at Baskerville with TCR S5000 and Trans Am. Awesome track. Brilliant fans in Tassie. Mega expensive to get there because we've got to go to the Spirit. Mm. So unless and you can't uh, really go on the okay, uh, just the uh, adult, child, and uh, one Trans Am car as well. Nah, to, exactly. Yeah. So uh, unless the Gulf tips in, it's I don't know whether we'll be there. And I've, we've told that to our uh, to the organising committee, and I think everyone's of the same thing. So my hope is that Tourism Tasmania or whatever group they are. Um, you know, finds a bit of money left over after sponsoring Hawthorne mm. and uh, hopefully there's a few more bucks in there to get our race cars over. I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong and I'm not sure, I think to get a semi-trailer onto the Spirit of Tassie over to, from Melbourne to Tassie return is like about 12000 bucks. Yikes. Jesus. You know, so it's a, yep. it's a lot of money. Yeah, and you could potentially come back with no trophies or anything. Can you so. imagine how many nuggets I could buy for that? <laughs> Chicken nuggets? <laughs> Man, twenty four in tonight. You've done well. You brought in twenty four. You've smashed twenty three and left me one. So no, nice I job, don't you? Such a <laughs> good <lot>. job. <laughs> everyone on this, everyone that listens to us knows that you're full of BS, Matthew. McKeldin. No, I'm not. I'm full of the man shake at the moment. Yeah, you're full of the man shake. You did sneak some nuggets, and so did Jason. That was in here uh, oh, yeah. on the changeover. Yes. So I might have I only. I had one chicken nugget and sweetened the no, sour sauce. You had two. You're I had such two. A liar. I had two chicken nuggets. There you go. See, everyone's two lying. chicken nuggets. There you go. Maybe there's a Macca's sponsorship that could be in there. So there's, there's, it's weird because I'm just looking at the telly right now. 18 chicken McNuggets and two large fries, nine ninety five. Ah, thank you, McDonald's. Fast, safe, and contact free. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like me in my old days. <laughs> safe and contact free. Before yeah, I got married fast. to Mrs. Mac. I know she dropped the fast bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was never fast, mate. I'm safe though. Now, one last one before we put it to bed for this evening. Now, all six events are going to be televised on the seven network work for the ARG calendar, which is fantastic. Yep. Yep. Uh, that includes live streaming on 7 Plus as well. Supercars mm-hmm. Media is actually handling the production duties. This was the first in the first inkling that the the two gangs were working together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's great. They're doing all of the Motorsport Australia stuff. They're obviously very good at what they do. Well, they did the 12-hour tw- this year as well. Yeah, they did the 12-hour yep. this year, which Supercar owns. So that's all. They're very good at what they do. They can just go in, set it up. Nathan Prendergast is top of his tree. He can just go in and roll it up. Um, it, on the board of TCR is is um john uh, no and john mcmillan and, Brian and the tv guy channel seven guy i've had a mental blank uh, we Warburton? just said before warburton thank warburton. you he's on the board of tcr and arg and he's also on the board of network seven he's ahead of network seven so that's kind of where we're always going to end up i reckon um but happy with that it's going to be great trans am 100 at bathurst at the bathurst international event so um that's going to be awesome and um i'm unfortunately- that yeah. You're going to have to have a pit stop? No, I don't think Maybe so. Maybe a couple? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm dropping weight as we speak to make sure that I'm ready for November because it's only 16 laps, right? So it's a stint. It's what you would do in a supercar. A supercar a little bit longer, maybe? Oh, I mean, back in my day, they used yeah. to be 24, 5 laps stints. Right. But so now with... In the car of the past. Yeah, in the car of the past. Now <laughs> yeah. with the car of the future and E85, they're lucky to do 12 laps. No, yeah. they're actually... I think they're actually about... 
20. Right, okay. Maybe. So it's not quite a stint in supercar. Actually, but... we used to do 30, I think, or 32. Wow. Literally, like back in, when I was a co-driver, back obviously when J- Dad and JB were racing, uh, late 90s, early EB 2000s, sort of thing. EB, yep. they, were doing, uh, they were doing 31, 32 laps a stint. That is massive. Yep. That is massive in a race Which car. is basically this day and age double stint, pretty much. Yes. So really, when they're talking about double stints for drivers these days at Bathurst, it's not really. It's really a, a proper stint. Yeah, right. Okay. Really? So anyway, got the, got the uh, Trans Am 100 TCR will be there, S5000, which will be sick. That'll be at Bathurst as well. That's going to be awesome to see. That'll be November 12th to 15th, the Bathurst International and the Bathurst 6-hour. And that wraps up the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. Boys, it's been fantastic good to be back with you. Good on you, Nimsy. First, Welcome li- back, first proper boys. live show. <laughs> How good are you I'm going? I'm proud of you, mate. Were you nervous? Uh, not, re- not particularly. <laughs> well, I did wear the brown underpants today, though, which is handy, oh, just in case. Jeez, you <laughs> leave that alone. How about we'll talk about that next week? All right. Mimsy's brown underpants. Hey, a big thank you to everyone that jumped on board the Speckle Text. We'll be back again same time next week. If you can't make it, make sure you rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. Available at the App Store or Google Play. I've been Nims all On behalf of Matt McKellen and Stephen Johnson, we'll see you next week. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91